This is 7.30 Tea with Ree. So I'm like, oh my god, I'm literally stranded in a flooding canal. He's like, oh, I hope you don't mind. Um, I invited my friends. When he pulls up to pick me up, he's in a weird-looking van. Ree is spilling all the tea. Hello, everybody, and welcome to 7.30 Tea with Ree. If you are new here, I'm very happy that you're here. So... How are we all doing today? Because I'm doing pretty well today. I'm actually, like I said, like even in the last episode, I've been really relaxed lately and in like just a good mood. I think it's the weather and also just like, I don't know, maybe the moon cycle. I don't know, but I've been in a like nice, light, airy, like new beginnings, like excitement type mood. So I'm really for it. I'm also um, going on that Montauk retreat that I kind of briefly told you guys about. So I'm really excited for that. That's literally this weekend. So I'm like, ooh, what are we about to get into, you know? See, the only thing, though, is I have not packed anything for this trip. Like, like nothing. Like, I've not packed anything. <laughs> I'm trying to, like, brainstorm, like, outfits that I could wear and stuff like that. I know I'm definitely going to pack all of, like, my spiritual equipment. Like, I'm going to bring my singing bowls. And I'm also going to bring, like, my podcasting stuff. You never know. Like, maybe I could get, like, stories from the people on the retreat, which would be really cool. So, I'm just hyped. I'm just hyped to kind of, like, get out the house, decompress, and meditate. Because it's what everybody needs. Everybody needs to get a little meditation in their life. And yeah, so I'm hyped. But anyways, before we get into today's stories, I'm going to tell you a little bit what this podcast is about. So this podcast is all about spilling tea and sharing your deepest, darkest secrets. So if you have any tea to spill, DM me on Instagram at 730 You spell that 730-T-E-A-W-I-T-H-R-I-E. Or you can DM me on my main Instagram account at Rihanna Flores and you spell that R-I-E-A-N-N-A-F-L-O-R-E-S. And if you wish to be anonymous, please let me know. Thank you. Now to get into today's episode. I have been like on edge for this episode. I am not going to lie because I wanted this to be a specific theme, which this theme is situationships, which I'm sure we've had plenty of those. But like it was kind of difficult to pull some stories because I think for a lot of people, it was hard to like relive that and retell it. And also, too, like, situationships are so difficult, so to kind of, like, narrow it down into a story is already hard, like, within and of itself. So I think it was difficult to pull some stories on that, but I did get some. um, I got, like, really mostly two, to be honest with you. Like, other people sent in other stories, but it wasn't really situationship stuff, and I was looking for situationship stuff because I thought it would be a really, really interesting topic to do. There's a lot to say on it. There's a lot of different opinions and stuff that you can include. So I thought it would be perfect. I'm actually also including one of my situationship stories in here as well, because I just thought it would be interesting to put this one, because this one that I'm going to be telling, I'm going to be telling it at the end of the episode. And it's actually about the guy in the last episode, Remember in the Spiked Tea with Re episode how I talked about um, the situationship I had where 
this guy's dad almost filed a police report on me and I was in the neighborhood watch. Remember that story? (laughs) Yeah. So this situationship story that I'm including in here is about him. So that should be interesting for you guys to have. But anyways, I'm going to get into our first situationship story that was written in from one of my listeners. So this one is called He Won't Commit After Five Months of Talking. So one of my followers, listeners, persons, (laughs) somebody wrote in and they said, Over the summer, I matched with a guy I was friends with in high school on Bumble. We started texting and decided to get drinks and catch up since we haven't seen each other in years. The first time we hung out, we ended up hooking up, and we both wanted to hang out again after. After that night, we kept talking and hanging out, but decided to keep it casual since he was only visiting and he doesn't live here anymore. One day, we went to his parents' house where he was staying to hang out when he thought no one was home. He was wrong, and I ended up meeting his parents, and he introduced me as his girlfriend to them, which I was really surprised by since we had talked about it before and didn't want it to be a serious thing. When I brought it up after hearing him say that, he told me that he already told his parents that we were dating, but still wasn't looking for anything serious and wanted to keep it casual. Since he left last month, we FaceTimed for at least three or more hours every day are Snapchatting, texting throughout the day, and I feel like we're in a long-distance relationship, but he still doesn't want to put a label on it. It's been five months since this thing started with us, and neither of us have gone on dates or hooked up with anyone else. I really like him now, and he says that he really likes me too, but he doesn't want to make it official and say that we're dating because that'll make it too serious. Now he's saying that when he comes back for the holidays, we'll talk about it and decide if we want to date and do, do long distance. But it's what we're already doing, so I'm not sure why he can't just make it official now. Anytime I try and talk to him about it, he says we'll decide what this is when he's back, and then starts talking about the holiday dates like he's planning for us. Oh, I, I think I phrased that wrong. <laughs> then he starts talking about holiday dates that he's been planning for us and I said it the same anyways um to continue what she was saying so it's been annoying being in this situationship wanting it to be an actual relationship but not being able to say that it is because he doesn't seem ready for or want that type of commitment yet oh I hate this I hate this for you I hate it I've been there I've been there This is the most annoying thing in this generation now. I feel like it's all too common. And honestly, I think it stems from like, obviously it stems from how we're raised and like what we're raised around and stuff like that. But I think also too, it obviously can stem from like pain of past relationships. Now, I actually went to school with this girl my whole life And we were childhood friends growing up, you know, throughout like elementary, middle and high school, like everything, everything. So I know exactly who she's talking about. And I actually, I'll be spilling some tea on him at some point in a different episode because I've got some tea on him. But um, what's it? This guy, I know exactly who he is and what he's like in person This guy's a real nice guy, but he's also, like, a real big nerd. There's nothing wrong with that. But this matters. It plays a role because 
he's such a nerd that he is like one of those like crazy smart people like is real good at like technology this guy when I tell you he works for Apple like Apple headquarters that's why he doesn't live in the same state as us anymore he's literally living in California in a nice ass condo as I think their software engineer yeah that's what I found out because I actually um, wanted to catch up with this girl uh, over dinner to talk more about this story that she sent in because I thought it was like really interesting and plus I wanted the tea I wanted the drama on somebody from high school like come on it's it's absolutely necessary <laughs> and so yeah he literally works for Apple and also even in high school when we went to school with him he was always like crazy smart like he was making a, a video game system he also uh was super into like virtual reality and stuff like that i think he designed like his own virtual reality thing he was really really smart he still is and he's very talented but i feel like okay th this might be a reach but i think this is valid of a point because sometimes when you grow up like that when you're very smart and you pour your brain into like mainly your smarts and not always like your reality around you like socializing and stuff like that I feel like that affects like how you want to commit to people because commitment is something that's real and it's something that you work on and it you know, involves way more emotion than, you know, pouring yourself into fantasy. Like, fantasy, like, you can get attached to characters or something that's not real because it's something that you dream of, so you can get attached in that way. But fantasy is something you're more in control of, in a way, because that's your own fantasy. It's your own mind and your own imagination that you can control. But when it comes to real life commitment, that's out of your control and you don't know what's going to happen. It's the complete unknown. So I honestly feel like for him, that's the case where he's so scared of commitment because he's so used to having that sense of control his whole life for almost everything, if that makes sense. So anyways, I do feel like it could be the thing where he's just genuinely afraid of it and I don't think he has any like bad intentions I don't think he's a bad person but it does seem like he really does need that time to feel out if this is really right for him and I I think it's more of just you know kind of like he's expressed it's just fear but I do think he has strong feelings for you especially because when I caught up with this girl and she was telling me a little bit more about it, like she also mentioned um, like what type of future dates that he was planning. And like, I'm not gonna lie, it sounds very serious, but it makes sense because they have been friends since high school. Like they were friends all throughout high school. And the, the cute thing here is she actually also had a crush on him all throughout high school, which I didn't know until now. Like when she told me that, I was like, oh my God, that's adorable. But um yeah, no, she had a crush on him and they were always friends and little did she know he kind of always thought she was like cute too, but they never like found that out until after and now here they are trying with it and he's just trying to make sure that, you know, he knows what he wants. And you should also make sure too, make sure that that's what you want because he is 
in another state right now. But this girl, when we caught up over dinner, she also mentioned to me that he's thinking of trying to get a job, like doing the same thing in, they have an office in Massachusetts or something. So, I mean, I think that would be really great. And especially like him initiating that, like telling you like, oh, hey, like maybe I could get a job here, like to be closer to you. Like, I think that's a really big step in a good direction because if he wasn't serious about you, he wouldn't be talking about things like that. So I feel like it's good to give him a chance, but also like if he's taking way too long, like don't wait on him forever, you know, know your worth. You, you got so many other men out there that will do you better, but like still I I'm not saying that he's a bad guy at all and I'm not saying that it wouldn't work out I think it could I think he just has to meet you where um you need him to be that's the best way to phrase that meet you where you need him to be my biggest advice I would say for this situation is just keep in communication with him which I think it seems like that's his like like not his strong suit Like, I think it's difficult for him because of the whole, like, it being real thing. So I feel like the topic freaks him out. And he's one of those people where it takes him a bit to open up. Like, he does it on his own time. But you gotta still, you know, almost, like, lay your ground rules down. Like, what's okay with you and what's not. Because if you make it known to a guy like oh this is important for me this is important for us to talk about like these are my rules if they really care about you like they'll follow that they'll follow through and make sure that you're comfortable and that's really what matters like both of you have to feel comfortable it seems like he's the one feeling so comfortable here because you're going with his terms but it's his turn to go with your terms and what you want and what you're comfortable with and what's going to make you feel reassured because that's the biggest thing too is reassurance if you don't feel reassured of like you know what you guys will become and if you guys are even going to become something then that's a problem so you got to make sure that he always makes you feel reassured and that you know that even though he's taking his time you guys are going to become something at some point but I will say it seems like it's heading in a really good direction based on like his future plans and what he wants to do like for you. So it seems good to me, but just take your time and, you know, keep in communication with him, stay open and and stuff like that and just see where it takes you, Miss Girl. But yeah, that's my opinion on that. But all right, now it is time to get into our next story. So this story was actually sent in last minute. When I tell you last minute, I mean like literally yesterday. Like I got it yesterday and I was so excited to see it because I wanted just at least like one more story besides like one situation ship and then my own, you know, like I wanted another one. And this one was actually sent in from a a TikTok user because I advertise on TikTok a fair amount, which if you guys have not followed my TikTok, my TikTok username is ReLovesYou and you spell that R-I-E-L-U-V-S-U, like literally just the the letter U, okay? So ReLovesYou is my TikTok. Um, Go follow it right now. If you have not followed it, go follow it because I post a lot of funny stuff on there, or at least I think it's funny. But yeah, 
This TikTok user sent in this story last minute, which made me really happy, and it's written in, so we're going to read it. So she said, Last year, I met this guy from a friend of a friend in September. We had a couple of group hangouts with our mutual friends until at a Halloween party, we ended up hooking up. We continued to hook up, but that's all it was. After three months, things started to escalate. We started hanging out more and having unofficial dates. In March, we had told each other we were only sleeping with each other. However, I had his location and his stories and location were not adding up. He was at the same house three different times, but told me three different stories on who lived there. I have a theory it was his ex. Since we weren't together, I told him I think we should only be friends. We ended up acting more like a couple a month later, but he never made it official. In June, I told him I was confused on where this was going, and he told me, no matter what happens, we'll always be friends. We continued this situationship until the beginning of September. After a year of being in this situationship, it was obvious that I just wasn't the one he wanted. A bunch of other things happened that made me feel this way. I suggested that if we truly wanted to be friends, we should go no contact for a month to help separate feelings. We went a week without talking to each other until on a Wednesday night at 11 o'clock, he called me drunk and asked if I wanted to further our relationship. A week later, I accepted. We dated officially for a week, but he refused to tell his parents, best friend, who was our mutual friend, and of course, his girl best friend. I wasn't comfortable with that, so I decided to break things off for good. We haven't talked to each other in a month. I have no clue what he's doing. However, one of our last dates was the state fair at the end of September. Before the night ended, we had unprotected sex, and I missed my period in October. Now it's November, still no period, and I'm worried that I'm pregnant with his baby. <sighs> okay, when I first read this story... I was literally like my jaw dropped at the very end because I can't even imagine like being worried about that, especially at the age that like I'm at right now. And I think she's around the same age as well because I'm like 24. Honestly, I would freak the fuck out. I'm not going to lie. I would literally be losing my mind because I definitely don't think I could handle a baby just yet in my life. So I can't imagine how you're feeling. Have you been getting, like, checkups and stuff like that, just in case? Also, I do want to say I'm sorry that you're going through this, too, because that is really frustrating. Especially, like, on top of it, like, you already just dealt with him for, like, practically a full year. Practically a full year of being a situationship. And him not even really acknowledging that in full. Because it's, like... If you are in the talking stage for that long, you may as well be in a relationship. Like, you guys may as well have been together. Like, I would count that as a relationship. So it's honestly crazy to me that he really didn't even treat it like it was one. Because you guys were doing basically all the things in a relationship without putting the label on it. And I just, I think it's ridiculous. It's so... Ugh. God, I hate this generation. <laughs> I really do. Like, genuinely, it is so different these days. And it's not like, it's not like things were way better back then. But I think, okay, because, okay, we see our parents these days, right? And like, there's a lot of people that see their parents kind of like, 
in ridiculously unhealthy relationships. You know what I mean? Like, I'm pretty sure we've all seen our parents, like, fight and do this and that. And, like, you look at it and you're like, that's definitely toxic, right? But the whole point of love is it's like, you go through the ups and the downs. I'm not saying toxicity is right, but I'm saying, like, every relationship goes through its rough patches and you have to figure out um, what it is that you need from each other as a couple. And, you know, I feel like back then people were more willing to stick it out than now because now we like overanalyze or psychoanalyze every little negative thing that people do or every single um, part of somebody. And it's kind of ridiculous because I feel like you can't just completely analyze somebody and then not give them a chance after. It's kind of like cancel culture even. Like people are so quick to cancel someone for making a mistake when it could be a mistake that they made like five years ago. And I feel like that's kind of how a lot of people treat relationships. Like somebody makes a mistake and you're just like, whatever, I'm going to dead them. Like that's it. It's clipped for them. You know what I mean? So I feel like that has been playing a big role in like why there's so many situationships too is not many people are willing to stick it out like through thick and through thin I feel like people are quicker to give up that's why if you pay attention to like some of the some of your parents or marriages that have still lasted today like some people got married at 18 and they're still together and they're like 53 you know my parents are like that and they're still together They're still together through thick and through thin. They have argued. They've not argued. They've been, you know, a a marriage. And that's what partnership is. So I just feel like it's frustrating in this day and age because people won't stick it out like that anymore. It's rare for that to happen. You have to be really willing to choose each other or have a really good dynamic with each other to want to make something work these days. And it's really hard to find that. It is so difficult, honestly. I'm not saying it's impossible, but I'm just saying that's just what this generation is now, is not everybody is willing to stick it out for you and just ride for you like that and just be there for you. Not everybody's willing to do that. We're 10 times more likely to drop somebody within a year. And that sucks. Not even in a year. Sometimes even in a few months, people are willing to just drop people. Also, to go back to the story about the part where he's, like, lying to you three different times. Like, he definitely had to have been at his ex's house. That is really fucked up. And it's like, yes, you guys weren't official. But at the same time, it's really fucked up, in my opinion, because why lead somebody on like this man sucks it sounds like he is really like he has some crazy bad issues because he could have at least had clear communication with you that way you would know what you were doing do you know what I mean like that way you could at least focus on yourself or focus on somebody else and he didn't even give you that like it it's ridiculous and I hate that he lied to you because you have his location. So, I mean, why would he lie? Do you know what I mean? Like, if he knows that you have his location too, like, what is the sense in lying? Because 
he should know that you know that he's lying if you have his location (laughs) like I hate that I hate that it's so annoying I also hate how like you guys ended up making it official and it lasted for a week because I mean what a waste of time like after all that time like he really couldn't just get it together like that's what gets me about that that's what really gets me like you can't go ahead and make it official with someone especially like on a drunk phone call is fucked up I would rather somebody make it official with me in person you know the old-fashioned way like the nice way and especially too like I also don't like that he drunkenly called you to do that like sure it was cute he expressed his feelings for a hot minute but I don't like it because he only did it when he was drunk. It took him to be drunk to admit to those feelings. And that means he did it spontaneously. He wasn't sitting there thinking about it all that time in a meaningful way of like, oh, how can I like say this in a beautiful way to her and make her feel good and make her feel special? Like he wasn't thinking of any of that. And that's what I don't like about the fact that he did it in a in a drunk phone call And then on top of it, when you guys were together for a week, he didn't tell anybody about it. It's like he kept you a secret. It's almost like it sounds to me like he just wanted to make it official so that he can keep fucking you or that he can just, you know, have you there as his nice emotional support person. It's almost like he wanted everything that was in a relationship without actually having one so that he could feel free to go do whatever he wants. So that way, if he wasn't satisfied in one area of the relationship, he could go and get it from somewhere else. That's what it sounds like to me. So it's good that you knew your worth and broke this off when you did because he sounds like a prick. He sounds like he sucks. And I'm so sorry that you're going through this like confusion with your period and, and, you know, whether or not you're pregnant. Like, I'm so sorry that you're going through that. But at least you left when you did and you know your worth but oh my god keep me updated on how everything goes like I'll be praying for you I hope everything goes well but keep me updated and know that I'm here for you and I also do want to thank you so much for sharing your story because it's definitely it's not easy to like be vulnerable and open and tell your story like that and kind of relive something especially while you're still kind of going through it so Thank you so much again. All right, guys, we're going to get into our last story of the day, which is my story. So this situationship, he's a trip. He is definitely a trip for sure. He (laughs) he's something else. Anyways, this one is called the cute nerdy boy played me instead. Yeah. So this man bamboozled me, (laughs) completely bamboozled me. And we're going to give him a name. Okay, we're going to call him Jeffrey. Okay, so in the summer of 2022, around early August, I matched with this guy on Hinge. And I'm not going to lie, like this man, when I tell you this man was my exact type, like I can't even exaggerate this. He was my exact type, like physically and like emotionally and mentally, like he was so my type. It was it was sickening. It was sickening how much of his type, how much of my type he was. I just, 
oh my god he drove me crazy honestly like i was so excited about him but anyways we went on like a first like a few dates and stuff like that and the first date we went on we went to swirls and twirls like you know just a little ice cream place like i just wanted to get to know him at first kind of like a little a little pre interview <laughs> something like that but we went to swirls and twirls we got ice cream and stuff like that and then we hung out in my car after and we were like listening to music and i was excited because he had the same exact music taste as me and i don't know what it is but if a guy has the same music taste as me i love that shit because i feel like music taste is kind of like my love language or like just music in general because if we have the same like vibe I feel like music is kind of like your thoughts if that makes sense so I was like oh my god he has the same mind as me so that's how my mind was working and so we were listening and this one song came on and I don't play this song for anybody but you know when you're talking and not paying attention and your music's on shuffle or whatever so one of my favorite song came on on the shuffle and I was literally gonna change it because I was like no this is like my song you know what I mean like yeah there's like that one personal song that you don't really share with anybody you just keep it to yourself when you're in your feels and alone so I was like oh like, let me change this and he's like no no no. I, I like how this sounds so far like let's turn it up and I'm like okay <laughs> so he turns it up and by the way the song for reference is called love like this by Codaline I'm literally gonna play a snippet of it right now just so you guys can hear like what it sounds like real quick Okay, now you heard it, so you get the vibe. But anyways, so while we were listening to that song, he literally asked me, he was like, when you listen to this song, what do you envision? I was like, what? Like, I loved that question. I was, oh my God, he had me so on my toes for no reason. And it's a simple question, right? It's so simple, but it was kind of nice for somebody to actually give a shit about like, what do I imagine during a song? It just felt like a deep question, but it was just, a, even though it was simple, it was deep, you know, because it's like, what do you envision during the song? Like, what is your mind like? What is on your mind? There's something about that that I really liked. And so I was like, well, for me, I envision like going through the mountains and blah, blah, blah. And then he told me what he envisions. And I was just like, wow, like we envision similar things like that's So sweet. Like, I don't know. I really liked it. So when we ended that first date, we did not share a first kiss on that first date. We were going to, but we ended up hugging. And when we pulled away, he was like, I'll be honest, I do want to kiss you, but I'm not going to yet because when you kiss, it changes things and it adds more emotion. So I don't want to kiss you just yet, but just know that I would like to. And I was like, okay. <laughs> ah! So I'm thinking to myself, like, wow, what a sweet, well-versed, young, responsible young man, right? <laughs> so we ended up going on, like, another date. And on our second date, I was running really late for it. 
because I'm not going to lie. I had two dates in one day. Don't judge me. I will tell you that story a different day. But (laughs) I was going on two dates in one day. And so I literally ran from one date to the next. This was the only time I've ever done this. And that other date was not even an intentional date. It was kind of an accidental date. Like I said, I'll tell you guys that story a different time. But I was running literally like 30 minutes to this fucking date with him. And the date was that we were going to go by the lake. There's a lake near my house, Lake Ronkonkoma. So we had planned on going there and having a little picnic at night. And so um, eventually I got there and I have my picnic blankets. I got pizza. He brought wine and he also brought his grandfather's old picnic basket, which I was like, what like that's so cute are you kidding me like it had utensils and shit like it was like the classic old like vintage type of picnic basket it was adorable and he had napkins in there and plates and and uh, wine glasses and stuff like he had everything in there which I thought was so sweet like I'm like he put together this whole thing and all I brought was like the pizza and then like blankets I also had like pillows and stuff but like my blankets and pillows I keep in the back of my car anyways in case I want to do like a random little beach excursion because I love going to the beach and just like laying there with my blankets my blankets and my pillows or sometimes I leave my car trunk open and I face it towards the water and I'll set up like blankets and pillows in the back trunk and watch so I always have that stuff on me but yeah I brought that stuff out and we set it all up i also brought like little mason jars that had fairy lights in it it was the cutest setup and it was nighttime too so we had the stars as our view in front of the lake with our little fairy lights and blankets and picnic basket and pizza and wine like it was so fucking cute for a second date too like it was adorable it was everything i had wanted to do on a date ever So I was so excited. Now, this was the night that we like really got to know each other better. And I was excited for that. You know, I wanted to know more about him. So we opened up to each other about like our past and stuff. And he told me this is where it gets like a little wild. He's like, "Um, I got out of a five year relationship like four months ago. (laughs) You know, like when he told me that I was like, girl, what like five years four months ago like you're not over that like I was immediately like okay red flag but I was still open because I was like well he seems really nice like he's probably just healing and this doesn't have to be anything just yet like I was in this moment where I was just wanting to like get to know him but not overanalyze too quick and just see where it goes like just trust the connection plus two like There's so many relationships that are like super long and they end and then some people honestly can handle going into another thing and they get into that next relationship and sometimes they get married in that next relationship. Not that I was looking for marriage, but I was just really open-minded. I was like, let me not judge him. Like, he's just trying to move on. Like, how else is he going to move on, you know? So I was like, "Mm, red flag, but let me keep my mind open type of thing right like I was just trying to trust our connection and what I was feeling but also he was a Pisces so I I also had my guard up for that reason because Pisces men are crazy I'm not gonna lie and I don't always judge everything off astrology 
but I do believe certain things and Pisces are fucking crazy, okay? Now, this is where the red flag furthers. So, he told me that he had once cheated before in a relationship and I was immediately anxious as fuck because I was like, I don't know, you know, like why, like he, he did that, you know, like he, he did that. Like, how am I supposed to feel? Like, should I have my guard up if we were to become something? And this is just the second date. So also like the other part of me too was like, well, he's telling me this all up front and he doesn't have to tell me that. And wouldn't that make him like someone who's trying to mature and become stronger that he's owning up to that and telling me this and like what happened, you know, like I was really thinking to myself, like maybe he's maturing. (laughs) So it's like, even though I had my guard up, I still was like super fucking open-minded. Like I, a bitch had hopes, right? Like I was just fucking delusional, but I just was like, giving him a chance (laughs) I just wanted to really keep my mind wide open because I was like you never know but that's the thing is you can't always be like that because the thing is you never do be knowing you never do be knowing they could tell you the fucking truth but still be an asshole and you know what that was the case in this scenario which we'll get to in, in just a second But anyways, like the night had continued on. He opened up about those things. He opened up about his past. And then I opened up to him about my past and how I was feeling uncomfortable as soon as he talked about like him cheating once before because I had been cheated on. And so, you know, he was giving me whatever type of bullshit reassurance, whatever the fuck that worked at the time. So whatever that worked, yada, yada, yada. And the night was really it it ended up to be really a good night. We actually did end up kissing and we did see a shooting star. It was a really cute night, honestly, but it just is a fucking shame. (laughs) It's a a goddamn shame because I felt a lot of sparks and I don't know what it is, but cheaters, cheaters be giving you the most sparks. (laughs) I'm not saying it's right, but like, fuck, if there's a feeling where it's like, this feels so wrong, but so right, it's that. Okay. (laughs) Oh, that might sound pathetic, but God, I'm just being so real on here because (laughs) it's so ridiculous. It's so ridiculous out here. I can't. But yeah, anyways, uh, we ended up going on more and more dates. We ended up really fucking liking each other and vibing out and stuff like that. And throughout those dates, he kept telling me like, oh, like I'm only talking to you. Like I deleted dating apps and blah, blah, blah. And this, that, like, I really like you. Like, I eventually want to date you like I could see us being together right (laughs) now he also eventually opened up telling me that he was going to be moving soon yeah I was like fuck (laughs) right now this kid was going to be moving upstate like not crazy upstate but like upstate girl like three hours away from me type upstate and I was like how the hell am I going to make that work you know, like I've already been in two long distance relationships that were like, they were an hour and 30 minutes away. And so I didn't want to do that shit again. But like I said, I really was feeling great about this connection. I don't know why, but like, I just was like, you know how sometimes you just can't even explain it, but it just feels good type thing. 
and I know, I know, like, there's red flags and shit, but at the time, I was a dumbass kid, and I just was going with my feeling, and so I, I was still, like, oh my god, like, who knows, like, maybe we could continue this shit, like, while he's upstate, <laughs> like, he was telling me stuff, like, oh my god, like, we could visit each other, like, I could visit you, you could visit me, like, we could go on mini weekend trips, like, he was planning this shit, right, right, so I was excited as shit, and so, um, eventually, you know, he was gonna be leaving and stuff like that, so I was kind of preparing for when he was leaving, I was like, oh shit, he's gonna be going, like, we need to hang out one last time before he goes, so I ask, I'm like, do you want to hang out, and like, whatever, and so, I ended up going over his house the night before he left. And this was the same night where, like, in that last episode I told you guys on the Spiked Tea with Ree episode where his dad almost filed a police report. (laughs) So this is from that night. (laughs) So anyways, I went over his house on that last night before he left. And when I went over, like, it was a chill night. It was a chill night. And... We were just joking around and stuff like that. He also, I didn't tell you guys this, but he is a really big nerd. Like, he does, like, pottery and shit like that. Like, you know, pottery, like, with clay, like, on the freaking plate and, like, like mending, molding, whatever the fuck the term is. Molding shit together is what he does. Like, he makes, po- he makes pots and cups and whatever the hell that he can make on that thing. And so I was fucking moved by that too, you know, like he seemed to have all of these cool qualities, even though he had red flags with it, but I was so for it because I was just a delusional girl. And so I was like, oh my God, and like this cute nerdy boy does pottery, like that's adorable. And he also like, I ate that shit up so good and he knew it because he was like, oh, like I'm making you something. I'm making you a vase like for plants. And so I was excited as hell. And so when I went over to hang out with him, he literally gave me a one-on-one pottery lesson. Just me and him doing pottery, like full-blown, like in the movies, you know how in the movies you um, are sitting down and then the person is sitting behind you and they have their arms around you helping you make it, like where your hands are touching and you're getting all like dirty. That's exactly what was happening but not like dirty like that, but you know what I mean? Like the clay all over our hands and shit. It was fucking adorable. It was sickening. And you know what? I have pictures of all of these events. So if anybody wants to see them, I got you. Literally, I have the pictures of the vase that he was making me. I have a picture of me holding that. I have pictures of us doing the pottery. And that was adorable. And I also have a picture of the setup from the second date, which was super cute. I'm not gonna lie. But anyways, point is, this man fucking bamboozled me because I thought that he was a maturing, sweet, nerdy, kind boy that just had a few red flags that maybe could have needed tweaking. Like, that's what I was under. And it was really stupid of me. Like, why would I just, why would I just abandon all thought and just fall for that? Why? (laughs) So while we're doing this fucking pottery lesson, do you know... Like, we're taking selfies and stuff like that because he wanted to take selfies 
he wanted to on his phone so that he could have these pictures of us and look at them while he's upstate, like as memory of me, right? So I'm taking the pictures on his phone and I go to scroll back at the pictures and I scroll too far. And do you know, I see a screenshot of a girl's profile on Hinge. I was so fucking like, what the fuck? Because he had told me he deleted these apps. He told me he deleted these apps. He told me I was the only girl that he was talking to and this, that, blah, blah, blah. And so I was like, oh, um, okay. And I like gave him his phone and he's like, I'm, I'm sorry I had to see that. And I'm like, all right. Um, do you want to talk about this? <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, what the fuck do I say? You know, I was just like, um, okay. <laughs> Interesting. And so we talk about it and stuff like that. And he gets real honest with me about how he's feeling. And he's like saying like, okay, I'm not going to lie. Like, I started talking to some people upstate and stuff like that because I did still want to keep my options open and I wanted to talk to you about this and blah, 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 because I feel like it would be difficult when we're away, but also I do really like you and you would still be like my main and all this shit, right? And so I was like annoyed but I was trying to be understanding because I was like, well, he did get out of a five-year-long relationship four months ago. And I'm not saying that's an excuse, but like, if it were me getting out of a really long relationship and it's only been four months, my ass is hoeing out. You know what I mean? So I wasn't trying to make excuses for him, but I was just understanding like, well, I kind of get it. Like, you, sh- you honestly shouldn't even be in a relationship yet. But I wanted to, like, get to know him still. So I was in a confused area where I was just like, I don't know. I don't know how I feel because I don't like that you lied to me about that. So whatever. We were still talking and stuff like that. And also, I had met his mom, like, not in person, but over the phone. Like, he would call me while he was with her and, like, um, he would have me say hi to her. Like, we had a bit of a mini conversation and she was super nice. So it's like there were red flags, but then there was stuff like that where it would just confuse me where I was like, he seems like he's like nice and telling me the truth and being open and communicative, you know? So it was really weird. I didn't know how to feel. He even, I actually didn't include this part, but he even actually had invited me to his mom's birthday weekend while we were in like, like we had gone on like a few dates. I think it had been like five dates in and he invited me to his mom's birthday weekend and we weren't even a couple and I ended up not going because I had to watch my dog that weekend but it's just the fact that like he did that and he didn't have to do that and I didn't have to meet his mom so I never met her in person but like I said with phone calls and stuff like I've talked to her before and then also too when it was my birthday because like I said this was around early August when my birthday came, because my birthday is August 22nd, him and his mom called me and they both sang happy birthday to me, which was like, they didn't have to do that. So you see what I mean? Where I was feeling real comfortable and safe, but at the same time I had my guard up. I had these red flags and stuff. So it was weird. So yeah. But anyways, eventually, like we were still talking and stuff like that when he went away 
But it just kind of didn't work out because more and more stuff kept coming out of his mouth where he was like, oh, um, I'm talking to this person and oh, I'm doing this and I'm doing that. And I'm like, fuck this, you know, <laughs> like we ended up ending things. I ended it off with him and stuff like that. And it was kaput. It was done, whatever. It was put away, but it was the most annoying biggest like ridiculous thing I've ever like it was so ridiculous it was so frustrating that I had spent so much time for it to not work out but at the same time I can't say that I regret it because it taught me a lot about myself and it taught me like where I need to adjust my standards because I will certainly not be accepting that shit again like that's ridiculous like it's good that we were open and communicative but at the same time were we though were we? Because how many things did you lie about or keep from me because you wanted to not, like, to not lose me? Like, you wanted me to still stay there in your life while you talk to all these other girls while you're upstate. So, yeah, I wasn't dealing with that shit, and I will not be dealing with that shit. But yeah, guys, that is the story. That is the story. <laughs> It's a long one. I'm sorry, but yeah. Anyways, I hope you guys enjoyed today's stories. <laughs> I certainly was on a ride for all of these because situationships are fucking a lot. They're a lot and they're not easy to handle. Sometimes they turn into something amazing or sometimes they turn into absolute shit and they're the most traumatizing. But thank you everybody who shared their stories in today's episode. And thank you to my ex-situationship for giving me a story to tell, okay? <laughs> but anyways, we are going to close out today's episode with our usual sound healing. So sit back, lie down, relax, take a deep breath in from your nose and out from your mouth. And I'm going to play. guys thank you so much again for joining me on today's episode and for listening and taking your time and all that and i hope that you guys enjoy the rest of your week and i'll see you guys all next week goodbye